Hells and the Hippie, episode five. Let's talk about free speech. Freedom of expression, that's something that's crucial to democracy, to be able to have civil discourse with people whom you might disagree with. And I'm proud of this show, frankly. We do that on a regular basis. You can go back past episodes, things that we put on the cutting room floor for whatever reason. But like there are examples of you and I disagreeing about things, sometimes vehemently. Sometimes uh, one of us makes the other one so bad we have trouble talking, right? But it's civil discourse. So, uh, all right, Hells and the Hippie, how are you today, Hells? I'm all right there, Mr. Hippie, Mr. Yeah, River. We, we got to be clear for all the listeners, you are definitely, uh, you have much hippie inside of you. In fact, in our trading community, um, for many years, you were the hippie. We just have to point that out real quick. <laughs> is is that to help you in some capacity to no, give you a just, little bit of shelter over there i don't need it i don't need it i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> they used to think that you know they used to think you had certain ways of seeing the world and and then i came along you know yeah i i think <clears throat> that because you're you're authentically hippie i think that that what people always forgot when i describe myself i am a capitalist first and a hippie second. Yeah, that's so, legit. That's legit. That's legit. So I, I think they grabbed on to the hippie thing and just ran with it because, you know, I spent, you know, a decent amount of time um, over the last several years being called a libtard by pretty much anybody <laughs> and everybody. So if you're if you're being called a libtard, then automatically <laughs> you have to be a hippie at the same time. Um, there's no other, there's no other option. Is there, (laughs) there's, there's no in between for, for, for some of these folks, but it's fine. It's like, I, at the end of the day, I know who I am. You know who you are. That's right. That is correct. Yeah. People love those labels, man. They love the labels to, to put it on something that doesn't quite fit up. So I've got a label for you. Well, not for you, but here we got to talk about these, all these free speech experts on Twitter. So I'm growing a little weary of all the discussion, the the fierce discussion on Twitter about free speech and Elon is the protector of free speech and it's it's not critiquing Elon. Let me be straight about that. But, you know, the idea of these free speech experts and um, everybody's attention is turned toward that is one of the only reasons people are talking about it right now. But I've got a thing. I'm starting to challenge the idea that Twitter is that important. I think you might disagree with that, but I don't. I'm starting to think Twitter might not have a super important role in free speech in our country. How important is Twitter? It's like, what's important? It's like, yes, Twitter's important. Facebook is important. It's like when anything becomes, you know, a vital piece in, in your existence, it's somewhat important. Like for me, I know whenever there's an earthquake or an event or something like that, the first place I check is Twitter. That's yeah, where I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know if I'm looking for quick, fast information, that's where I go. I go to Twitter before I go anyplace else. So I think that there's a level of importance there. I think there's a level of importance in social media in general as far as how our world is evolving. I I think from your standpoint, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're a little bit idealistic 
um, from the standpoint of we don't need everything to be digital, electronic. It doesn't all need to be out there and, and put out put out on the interwebs. And so maybe you come from a perspective that humanity was just fine without it and will be great with that without could be great without it moving forward. Is that fair? I think that is fair. I could tinker with that, but that that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I understand Twitter is important. And what you just said, like learning local news, learning earthquake things, learning when people are missing. I mean, these, this kind of quick information, there's no doubt that's an important part of the, of what Twitter can do for people. Um, so yes, I totally understand that's, that's important and a very useful thing we have. However, um, when we get into like really bedrock issues of our society and the progression of our society moving forward. Yeah. you I think what you said is fair. I don't think Twitter is that important to it. And Elon clearly thinks it is, or at least he is saying he thinks it is. So yeah, what you said, is, uh, that's pretty fair. I don't, know how important Twitter is outside of getting some, you know, local information slash entertainment, a bunch of entertainment. But, um, yeah, I think slash entertainment. Um, and at the same time, I, I think that, that you get, I think you get other forms of information. I think you get other perspectives. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I think that, when it comes to how we consume media, it becomes a, for me becomes a very very scary thing when there's maybe three or four silos that basically disseminate the news and messaging. You know, much much like it was back in the day. You know, before either one of us were born, it's like you had three TV stations and a radio station, and they all basically disseminated the exact same. Mm -hmm information the exact same way to me that's a little bit scary mm, i got you so um, yeah yeah the centralized agreed upon dissemination mm -hmm. of, of knowledge I, I i'm with you so far I, I can see that for sure that's kind of scary when there's a, a given topic put out there let's say on global warming global warming or um, nuclear meltdown or whatever else. And I'm able to, to, you know, open up Twitter and I'm able to see, you know, verified legitimate experts from all over the world in their individual experts in their own individual fields as pertaining to the subject matter, give their opinions and knowledge. Um, to me that that's, that's very, very important and something that, that I want to consume. Um, as far as what they're saying to, to try to create some type of context for me to better understand certain things. Um, and that goes to, you know, it's like being able to, to, to just see the random thoughts of somebody like a, a Neil deGrasse Tyson for me is something that's amazing. I really like being able to see yeah. his perspectives and his information um, that he puts out there because it's, it's stuff that, that I just, I don't know about. But he's somebody that I respect, you know, tremendously. So that, that's why going back to it, and I think what you're talking about as far as Elon and the and the whole town square type thing, I think there's a lot of a lot more truth to that than I think a lot of people want to give credence to. Yeah, that's definitely a point of contention with a lot of people have. Like, so Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, saying his amazing things, I agree, and. 
I put that kind of in the form of entertainment, the, the box of entertainment. Because like the problem with Twitter and really any social media site that you can just post things to is uh, the veracity of, of what you're getting. You know, it's, it's really hard to understand what's real and what's not. And the fact that someone's an expert does not mean that they haven't lost their mind or it doesn't mean they haven't, they're not lying. I mean, it, I come from a cynical point of view, right, when it comes to uh, getting knowledge from people because uh, Twitter is a great starting point. But we need to go beyond that and do research and find, you know, the, the truth out as much as we can. And my, I guess my issue with it is Twitter is all too often a stopping point for people. They read it on Twitter. Somebody has an MD behind their name or a PhD or whatever. And they really believe that they're seeing truth or reading truth. And there's the problem. There's just no way to know for the average person to know what's true and what's not on Twitter. Twitter or any other social media application. It's much like Wikipedia. You know, you can uh, edit stuff and it's generally pretty solid, but there's just no way to know if you don't have some research skills to back stuff up and to dig a little deeper. And that's, that's, that's my issue with it. You know, Twitter, the idea that Twitter is this, this town square where people can say stuff. That's true. But if we should put any weight in Twitter as some important area of truth, uh, for humanity, I'm very cynical about that. I don't think we're going to get a lot of truth out of out of Twitter. Oh, well, that that that's a completely different subject altogether. Um, and I and I think that's so. Seeking out the truth has always been something that's that's very very difficult mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. people have different truths, and I put this in quotation marks. Um, going back to the value of Twitter, I think Twitter and Facebook, they have a real impact and value from a societal standpoint. And when I say impact and value, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's always positive, but it is a piece mm -hmm. of our lives. And as we continue to move more towards a digital world, which we are, um, we're not going back, we're, we're going forward and, and we're going to be in this digital maze until forever. Um, tools like Twitter need to be tweaked and readjusted to where they can there can be a level of trust that's put out there mm -hmm. and i think that when it comes to any product or service that that is put out there the concept of trust to the user end user is something that's the most important thing trust we have to be able to trust that the information coming through is real we have to trust that certain voices aren't being drowned out. We have to trust what it is that, that we're consuming. Sure. If we're expecting truth from it, like it, I just, I don't trust Twitter. I, I've never have. I've never, I don't think a reasonable person should trust Twitter. I just, I, I see it as uh, it's, it's impossible to, there's just not, there's not for me anyway, there's no real trust with so you're, Twitter. So you're, you're talking about it within its current form. Yes. And, and and you're talking about, you know, I think social, it's not, it's not just Twitter. We can just say social media. So, so we can move away from using the word Twitter and just say okay. social media in general, um, okay. because it, they're all one in the same. And, and I think that one of the things that, that I know that we want to talk about is this concept of of freedom of speech, freedom of, of 
expression. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that there's a real debate there as far as what role social media has in preserving, you know, the foundations of the American way of life and the American Constitution. I think there's some real questions there. And I think that you have some people out there, fringes, fringe people, mm. um, that believe um, that it's up to these social media companies to to reinforce the concept of freedom of speech without themselves really understanding what freedom of speech and expression actually is. You're right. It is a misunderstanding of freedom of speech and freedom of expression and the idea that you know, if, if somebody is banned from Twitter or if somebody's kicked off Twitter for violating policies or something like that, that somehow infringes their freedom of speech is absolutely incorrect. And there's, there's just a bunch of, uh, I know that's an unpopular opinion right now. Well, I, it's, it becomes deal. interesting because, because it all goes back to, you know, what, what is it, what is it that uh, Bugs Bunny said to Elmer Fudd? It ain't no fun when, when, when the rabbit's got the gun. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it's, it, it's like, it goes back to, to, to the very, very yeah. basic concept of as long as, is my, my values are, are the, the dominant values and the ones that are protected, I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but if my values are somehow shaken, then I'm not okay with it. And, right. and, and this is, this, this is where it gets yeah. really, really difficult and, and kind of convoluted. If you make a statement on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or snap or any of these things, let's say you want to go on a, on a, down a rabbit hole and say, say a whole bunch of words. Nobody's stopping you from saying that. Yeah, that's true. Nobody's stopping you from also taking exactly what you wrote down, standing on a street corner and reading it out. Mm-hmm. Nor mm-hmm. is anybody stopping you from creating your own website or a blog or a podcast like we're doing right yep. now yep. and reading and reading that off as long as you are hosting it yourself. Right. As long as the, as long as you built out the infrastructure to what is being used. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Yes. For me, the question is not whether or not social media companies should enforce free speech because now you're asking for private industry mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get into societal governance, which I'm not a big fan of. Mm. I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. But what you can do is have some consistency within the terms of of service that you agree to when you join these sites for for it yeah. to be even handed across the board to where just because you're saying something that is unpopular or maybe counter to the beliefs of the the culture of the website um the service that you're being used um that that the the punishments are are handed out equally Sure, sure. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And like you said, it gets really tricky because there's just, you kind of got to it about 30 seconds ago. There's just too much subjectivity going on. Like some people like the idea of Elon buying Twitter to go back to that simply because they like Elon. And some people don't like it simply because they don't like him. And of course, nobody knows him. (laughs) You know what I mean? None, none of us who are like talking about it. no one knows but they have this idea like you just said if my values are being upheld then i'm going to support 
the company. Like if, if liberal, I'm sorry, if Twitter is too liberal, which some people think, you know, if, if you, if you identify with that, you're going to be fine with it. And if you don't, you're not going to be okay. And that's where all of this comes down to. There's too much subjectivity in a discussion about freedom, freedom of speech, which is not social media companies or any company's job to be the bastion of that. You know, that is the Supreme Court, right? There are just a litany of Supreme Court rulings talking about, you know, what is and what isn't free speech. And we can access those. We can go there. Yeah, we have to learn about it. It takes us a minute to know where to find them. And we have to learn big words to read them. We have to get educated. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting for. There is objective stand, objective standards as, as defined by the Supreme Court of the United States about free speech, freedom of expression. And there is a lot of people wanting to just let, you know, let Elon do it. And I, I agree with you. I think we need to kind of move past it and just say, you know, let people say stuff that may be unpopular let people say stuff that might be challenging, of course. But when it crosses over to untruths or the harm principle, stuff like that, those people should be banned. You can't just lie. I, I, Freedom of speech doesn't they, let you they, lie. Right. Well, it, so it kind of does, unfortunately. And, 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 and that's that's where it gets messy. You, you had, Lying is something that, that you are willingly making false statements that's what and i mean that's yeah something, that's what I'm, you know, someone and, and, in and that's, yes someone in a position yeah. of power willingly saying something it, they know is not the truth that's what i mean by that. correct yeah. it, it's like because it be, what are we going to do with all the flat earthers or are, are we going to throw them in jail <laughs> oh it, that's really like, interesting so you believe the earth is round <laughs> just kidding <laughs> it's interesting though that is according to scientific agreed upon theory flat earth theory is not true. Like it's not just a competing opinion. It's not a a different subjective belief that should be respected. It, Mm It is a falsehood. And the way we, the way we agree upon that is we look to the experts, which we are not. And we look at the confluence of experts who know things about the physical universe. And all of them say, you know, the earth is round. So most people are going to agree upon that. And we don't have to go down this road. I really don't think we should, but there's all kinds of scientific things that people want to treat differently. Look, there's, there's agreed upon fact. There's agreed upon science. There, there, there's agreed upon ideology. It's just, there's just certain things. It's like, everybody's going to agree that it's not good to kick a puppy in the head. We can all agree on this, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like so. Anybody who's saying every everybody run out and kick a puppy in the head, yeah, you you, you don't need to be on social media. You just <laughs> that's you interesting. Just, yeah, you, yeah. Do I have the right you, to say we should kick puppies in the head on my uh, social media account? And uh, right, it's, and, and the answer is no, you don't. Um, <laughs> you, you, you you really don't. But is that just? I agree with you. But is that just our subjective values agreeing with that, or is is there some okay, something so, deeper? So. Well, let, let, let's get into this a little bit more. Yeah, We're talking yeah. about um, private companies yep. who create terms of service that we no, agree yeah. to. That we don't read. We violate, <laughs> that we don't read. We don't, but don't when read we them. violate, 
But when we violate those terms of service, yeah. we're subject to certain levels of punishment. If True. the punishments are, are equally weighted and handed out, no problem. Yeah. If yeah, they're right, not right. E equally weighted and handed out, now now you're subject to somebody's interpretation. Yeah, true. Somebody true. who who may have you know certain political beliefs or certain religious beliefs that that they're using their own baggage in order to, you know, dictate what's real and what's not. Yeah. It's like what's interesting to me in watching this kind of this dynamic unfold is this battle once again on the left and the right these yeah. silos that, that get created yeah. over there on the left and the right the left is like we don't want you know maga and trumpism being able to spread throughout the internet right yeah that, that's that's, that's that, their subjectivity that's, yeah that's right that's right that, that's what they want okay mm -hmm. i i don't i don't disagree with them i i think trump is straight trash <laughs> I think he, he's I think he's he's just one of the most disgusting individuals that's ever walked. And I, I, I want to always be able to say that freely without any type of consequence, yeah, no matter right, what. Right. Okay. And if somebody wants to say things like that, like I just said about Biden or Obama or somebody mm -hmm. like a John John McCain or yeah. a Reagan, yep. let, let's let's make sure we're we're playing this out equally. Mm -hmm. They should have the right to be able to say that. That's right. Okay? right. Yes. So, so then, then you, you come over, over to the right and the right is looking at, this is like Elon is our savior. He is going to resurrect, you know, the idea of free speech and freedom mm. of expression. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, so, no, no. okay. So, so, so now they're over here championing something when, you know, you go back two years, Elon was a champion of the left for, for rolling out, you know, a real push for, for green energy. Yeah, so now right. this dynamic is completely changing um, to where now the right is like Elon, Elon is our savior. When in reality, we don't know what Elon is going to do other than what he has stated so far. He wants to open source the code. He wants to make everything extraordinarily transparent where you, there is a clear understanding of what is and what is not allowed and acceptable. And that's a far that, cry. That's a far cry from saying, I'm going to bring, you know, all your dreams true, everyone on the right, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, and you know more about him than I do. I mean, do we even know his politics? Is he a political person as far as being outspoken or is, is he, does he keep that kind of close to himself? I, I don't, I think he's just on a different level when it comes to that. Right. So I, the right or the uh, left thinking that he's their guy, that, that might be problematic because who really knows? He may be his own guy, like you said, on this he, other well, level. I, I think, yeah, no, I, I think he yeah. is his own guy. Yeah. I, I think, I think he, he's pragmatic and I don't think that he's limited by the confines of a party. Right. Which right, is, right. which is what, what I, which honestly is what I have strive to do mm. my entire life mm -hmm. when it comes to how I vote and how I look at the world, because I can dissect things on either side that I both agree and disagree with. And I don't like being told that, oh, you're a Democrat or, oh, you're a Republican when I voted various different ways throughout my life. So yeah. it's, yeah. it's, I, I think that he looks at things more from a standpoint of the greater good by the definition of what he believes is good. Mm. Now, him yeah. stating that he wants to open source code and put everything out there to be dissected and understood to create 
you know, more of a collective consciousness of what of the people. That's really what he's saying. And have those be the bylaws of the company. Yeah, I think, I think sure. we need to get more because we don't know the code for Facebook or Snap or right. the tick, the TikTok. Yeah, or or we we don't know we don't know why certain things pop up on our feed. We don't know why certain things get picked up and eliminated. We don't know. He's wanting to bring a level of transparency. And this is not about me, you know, trying to defend Elon in this. I've been very clear in saying that I want him to just stay away from it. Yeah, that's true. It's concentrate on Tesla. That's your your you're the Tesla on bull. Tesla on, that's right. on on Neur, on Neuralink. Um, yes, it's Hell like yeah. it's like these these are the things that I want on SpaceX. These are the things that I prefer for him to have his attention on. I think I think in a lot of ways he's a romantic from the standpoint and thinking that he can somehow you know use code and algorithms and AI in order to create a <laughs> a more perfect union which I don't know that that's necessarily <laughs> yeah. possible. That's his money. That's right. That's his investment, and that's his thing to do. There's a very, very important piece of that. But but again, the overall idea of freedom of speech and freedom of expression, when, when, I, when we were going through this whole thing as far as, you know, the, the, the Red Hats screaming, I'm being censored, I'm being deleted, I'm being this, I'm yeah. being that, I'm being this and that. It's like, okay, you were dealing with a private company Okay, it has the ability to do what it wants. If I have a restaurant and you walk in there, and right. you sit down at the table and you start spouting off nonsense, I can say you need to go. And if That's you right. don't, I can have you removed legally you, and press charges. You are in charge. It's your business. If I, if, I am in charge. If I won't put business. a mask over my filthy beard and, mm -hmm. and you have a rule and you say, sir, can you please you know, wear a mask? And I refuse to do it. It's your private business. You can have me removed. That's correct. So, so this also works both ways. Okay. Yes. Much like, again, another very high profile case that, that went through the legal system. Um, you have two bakers that refuse to bake a cake for a gay couple. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. So, so again, you have a, a private business saying, I don't want to serve gays. Yep. That's right. For, for religious, whatever. You know, yeah. Religious reasons, whatever it was. Yep. And the court said, you know what? You don't have to. It's your private business. Your private business. That doesn't mean that I agree or disagree with it, but correct. That's something correct. people aren't so, getting. You're right. So, so, so there, there's this thing going on to where everybody wants their cake and to eat it too. And at the same time, <laughs> yep. nobody is willing to put themselves in the <laughs> shoes of what actually happens if the rabbit does get the gun? What happens if, if you have in this, and I'm going to go back to, to the Trump administration and, and the, just the litany of dumb fuckery that came out of that man's mouth. What if you have somebody like him in charge of a media outlet that is actually adopted and used where he's spouting out lies, he's provoking violence, he's encouraging hate, he's but he's in charge of it all. Now right. what? Now, now if you're on the left, now what? So so yeah. if, if you're sitting here looking at it from the standpoint of being like, we don't want these, it's not the voices, it's the messages coming out of these people's mouths. Yeah, that's it's true. It's not yeah. the people, it's the words. 
The other thing that that Elon is willing to do that Zuck is not, he wants to go through and eliminate these bot armies. Mm, yeah, if you're nice. able to create a world to where you actually get authentic magnification in a community of messaging, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Not something that, that is influenced via code as far as being able to blow up messaging to where, look, and again, I firmly believe that the majority of people in this country are honestly good people that are not racist. I think the, the majority of people are. But I think what happens is with these bot armies and these these groups that, that are motivated to spread hate, to, to spread dissent, to spread lies, these are the ones that need to be eliminated because they do not... They're, these fringe organizations now try to become the voice for the majority and they are not. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The bots are, that is just dumpster fire that needs to be put out. There's no doubt because people are believing that Uh, studies show that a lot of, especially older users will, you know, Facebook has typically older users than Twitter, but there's, you know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of older peeps on Twitter as well. And they are heavily influenced by, by these bots and also people who are sort of subjectively leaning toward whatever ideology the bots are really just pumping to the extreme far left or right or up or down. They tend to believe them also. And yes, that needs to go a hundred percent. And so, so, so then it, it goes back to again, who is and how, how are these things held to be true? What is true? What is real? What is what is authentic? Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I, 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 it's sort of like this. With all of these platforms right now, the way they are working is not good. I don't think anybody can look at <laughs> any of them and be like, this is how things should be done. Yeah, Facebook's okay? current situation. That's great. That's, what, that's what's going I, on. It's no, awesome. No, nobody's saying that about any of them. <laughs> So if that's the case, you have you have it potentially one of the media platforms that is going to come out that is going to open source, allow dissection, and try to reinvent the wheel of something that that could yeah. be fairly important for the future. Okay, that's good. That's good. My issue overall with, with all of this conversation, especially regarding free speech. We cannot have people that are important, that are high profile, that are that carry a certain weight intentionally spreading lies. Mm. Yes. That's right. I think that I think that there is a le- look if if somebody wants to make a statement again if i want to step out on the street and spout a whole bunch of nonsense if i want to get on there and say you know what kennedy's coming back to be president and it's all a part of the plan and you know you know blah 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 <laughs> and plan. you know there's a yeah. there's a yeah. there's a shadow government and q said and all that q, nobody's gonna yeah. stop me. look nobody's gonna stop me from standing on the street corner and saying that they, they, they q's coming okay no that's true that's true that's not gonna happen okay so that's what freedom of speech and expression is. Me being able to do that. Not me going online 
typing a bunch of craziness and then having a bot army pick it up and blast it all mm. over the universe. That yeah, is not, yeah. that's something different. Especially if you're a person who is um, in some, any kind of position of power, if you're an elected representative or anything, or even a teacher, or if you're in anything like that, the importance of what you just said is amplified many fold because you're right. People have contacted me and said, why don't you guys talk about this or that? And it's just stuff that neither one of us are really into. And I'll say, you know, we, you know, we probably won't. And like, I can tell sometimes they get mad and I'm always like, you know, you can start a podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, Hells yeah. and the Hippie talks about what Hells and the Hippie wants to talk about. You know, <laughs> you don't, Correct. nobody has to listen. No one's forcing anyone to listen. But nobody that's the thing. Has. People don't often want to do what it has to do to put the work in to learn how to do stuff to create your own thing. And they will often get angry because someone else's thing can't be co-opted into their thing. And that could be a very simplified overview of what's going on with social media in the present age. And um, uh, let me say real quick, you said something, I think this is an extremely fair statement. You, you may have changed my mind a little bit. We started this off, this episode off talking about, I don't see Twitter has that much of a, of, of, I'm not so worried about it long-term because I don't see it being very important to our future, right? It just seems like it's an entertainment slash, I don't think it's going to be a, a long-standing influential thing in our society. But you said, this was beautiful phrasing, you said, maybe we could rebuild, someone should rebuild something that, and here's the quote, could be fairly important to the future. I think that's a fair statement. I th I th yeah. So I hear what you're saying. It, Twitter could, or social media likely could be fairly important to the future. I totally understand that. So I do think over the course of us talking about this stuff, I think maybe I've uh, become a, a tad bit less cynical toward this but i will say i'll leave it at that i think you're right um we we're in a a place where people treat social media sometimes as if it is a purveyor of truth as is and i'm not going to trust it for a very long time but I, props to you for saying that i mean i think that's a great way to put it could we open source elon or whomever which let's face it it's only going to be elon who else is going to do it <laughs> who else is going to open source it who else is going to do it you know, who else is going to do it? Because yeah. and, and again, he he's wanting to yeah. take the company private, where he doesn't have shareholder pressure, Wall Street pressure, right. in order to turn a profit at any cost. So he'll he's probably he'll he'll lose money on this, wouldn't you say? No. Yeah, Twitter's. I, not, I, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, my, I'm going to say no because let, let let let's say let's say he takes it private. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. Five years from now, he brings it back public. Hmm. And he brings it back public. Let's say that offering instead of ching, yeah, yeah, right. Good point. If he if he actually is able to deliver <laughs> on what he says yeah. he wants to, <laughs> then this then people will be coming in hand over fist, throwing money at it. And you go That's back public. The, way the game works. You just yeah, you just described how the world's richest person buys and holds. <laughs> that's his version of buying okay, and holding. It, it, <laughs> But but that's but that's yeah 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 yeah. Anyways, look, yeah, I I think that the biggest thing that that if anybody's still listening, uh, the biggest thing I, I want them to to take from this is always take a step back and put yourself in the shoes of somebody that you don't necessarily agree with from an ideological standpoint. Yeah, yeah. And and, and right. then and then ask yourself again how you would want your your beliefs to be treated. 
how you would like to be governed. This it, it's yeah. like I don't think we we do enough of putting ourselves into the shoes of other people when it comes to these types of things. Elzan the hippie, thank you very much for listening to our latest episode. Check out the website at www.renegadequest.com and drop us some feedback on Twitter at GreatRVR. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of us. Let us know if you're out there. Are you listening? Do you like it? You got some feedback? Are you Team River or Team Hells? Let me hear you, Team Hippie. See you next time.